Okay, so usually when something relevant comes out, I, I don't get a chance to talk about it because I'm either like in the wrong place or I don't have the time. And today I actually have the time and I'm in the right place to talk about this game Pal World. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm here with my wife and I want to give her credit for being one of the more vocal people in my life about why a game like this should exist anyway. So to give you guys some backstory... There's this game called uh, Craftopia that is horribly addictive to play. Um, and I played it for a couple days. But it also has some like weird pagan magical things. And usually like if a game becomes a little too pagan, I just won't get into it. But it had crafting, survival elements, and it, it had assets that looked a lot like Breath of the Wild, which is why I started doing it and then um there was some there was another element to it that i was just like this is pretty cool Mm -hmm. it was kind of like it wasn't it wasn't like minecraft in the sense that it was blocky like it had decent assets but it was like minecraft in a game style like you could build stuff you could craft stuff it was survival you know Mm -hmm. anyways that company um has made a game called pal world which everybody is calling. I just watched a, a video from Upper Echelon. Um, Ludwig just did a video. And I think those are the only two gaming channels that I follow. But it, they're calling it Budget Pokemon and Pokemon for Adults. And I watched some of the gameplay footage. And I said to my wife, this looks like every game I've played in the last five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's... Okay, so that accusation of they just cheaply threw a bunch of assets together. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think people mind. Um, if the mechanics work and the mechanics are fluid, I think... And they have some kind of a good story. Does it have a good story? I don't know. We don't know. Nobody's talked about it. Well, we'll get to the story in a minute. But if it's fl- if it's fluid and the mechanics work, I don't think people mind. I don't think they care. They'll play it. But what it looks like is... And I haven't heard this comparison come up in any of the videos I've seen so far. It looks like Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's that one that we played that was like a clearly a Monster Hunter ripoff? It was Dauntless. Yeah. It looks like something from Monster Hunter or Dauntless. Um, and like the world, it has that creepy, off-putting computer environment look to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like when something's clearly made with Unity or whatever. Um, it has that look to it. The main it's over the shoulder of the main character. It kind of looks like Horizon Dawn. You know? It reminds me of that. It where the kid but it also kind of looks like um it's just that it's every game that's come out in the last few years where the skin looks kinda gross and there's a little too much detail, so it makes it almost kind of creepy, you know. Like all the all the assets have that. And then contrast that with these like bright colorful creatures that are just floating. Just like a floating dragonfish that's blowing water balls across the room. That's bizarre. But in it, and then had the guy. He had like a like a giant bird with him, and a rifle. Or it was a guy. It was a girl. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it looked like Horizon Dawn. So the Horizon Dawn chick is walking around with this giant, oh, like Civil War rifle, and she's shooting something in the distance, some kind of a monster. And I was like, dang, you're shooting the monsters? That's crazy. And then the and then the bird that's with her does this double tornado and it's such a awkward contrast of like cartoony and the over creepy realistic computer assets that 
You know what I mean? Those like PlayStation Three graphics. Uh, it's it's off putting to me aesthetically, but people are playing it, and it's like Fortnite popular right now. It's the most popular game on Steam, and so with that many people playing it and 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 outperforming all of the games, you have to really take a step back and look and look at like what's going on here. Maybe there's something to this. You know, you can't just call it a ripoff and move on. Like, you have to actually, like, kind of respect it. So, okay, so with all that out of the way, let's get to the, let's get to the meat of it. There's, like, at least two or three reasons why this, I think, why I think this game should, should exist. Mm -hmm. And I think you feel the same way, right? Yeah. I was Um, saying that Pokemon needed to come up with a game. That's online because that's what everybody's asking for so they can play with their friends. Yeah. Like literally last week you said this to me. Yeah. Pokemon should come out with an MMORPG mm-hmm. and and everybody can play with their friends. Very similar to what this Violet and Scarlet mm-hmm. situation. I think maybe they're open to it. They're tinkering with it, but they just haven't gone far enough. I think they're too nervous to do it. I think so too. But because they're dragging their feet, other people are going to do it first. So the reason that I kind of understand why I don't why Pokemon will probably never come out with an MMORPG is the Roblox problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same it's the same issue that Fortnite's having right now. You got a you got a massively a massive game and it's supposed to be for little kids and yet you got like just hordes of jackasses on there, adult men well, Fortnite playing a little kid game. I'm talking about Roblox. I say Fortnite isn't actually supposed to be for kids, but people let their kids play, so they're trying to make it more kid friendly. Yeah, and then Roblox is it's it's uh, it was adults, and it was like these teenagers or preteens that are trying to be edgy, like all these edge lords, mm-hmm. and like our kid wanted to play it, and I was like, no, because we were hearing about all these scams where you know literal pedos were on there, and just a ton of inappropriate people Mm -hmm. and so i understand why pokemon would struggle with that concept it doesn't mean it can't be done and it doesn't mean they can't attempt um i think they just have to really be on top of things because pokemon is marketed as this franchise for little kids but like right now is the time to strike the iron while the iron's hot like they just came came out with 151 in the card Mm -hmm. game and that's literal nostalgia bait for somebody like me i'm in my 40s i was in high school, I think I played the first Pokemon game. I, th- mm-hmm. I played it a little late, even, and I finally and like now I'm getting into it again because they brought all the all my favorite Pokemon back, um, and that's that that's what made it fun for me. I remember when you guys were playing, was it Pearl, Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, Arceus? I was like, I'm not gonna play that. That's a baby's game. And you guys used to get so mad at me because I, and I would do it intentionally. I'd be like, that's a baby's game. But that's, I mean, that's how Pokemon set themselves up. Oh, this is a baby's game. And I used to hate listening to, and I still do. I hate listening to grown men in their 20s and 30s and 40s sit around and complain about the mechanics or, you know, elements about why Pokemon isn't real enough for them or doesn't make enough sense or something. Like, dude, it's a baby's game. It's made for little kids. Mm-hmm. It's literally a, ma- a game for 10-year-olds. Like, the the card game gives you some elements to where you can be more strategic. 
And I can see you having more of a, an adult mind. The collectors really get into it. Um, I'm not knocking autists when I say like it's a game for autists because I, I'm pretty sure the guy who created it was autistic. But all of the strategy, all the numbers, all the stuff that go, it's made for that kind of mind. And when you watch the, how many times, but we were watching like a trailer or something of the the Pokemon card tournament. And they were like showing the different people and like, yeah, that guy's totally autistic. You know, like you just tell, like it's just, it attracts a certain mind. And that's fine. Like they got to have something for them too, but they're they're clearly the ones that are excelling at this. Like these high-minded, you know... Or, like, for a normal person to compete on that level, you have to be on Adderall or something. So it's like, you're either a super genius savant, or you're 10 years old. And there's a wide gap in between those two demographics. And, like, Pokemon isn't really made for a 40-year-old man. It's not made for a 30-year-old woman. It's not made for your 20, 25-year-old in college. That's what Call of Duty is for. That's what Fortnite is for. That's what, you know, some of these other games that are in the market. But then when you take all of the elements of Fortnite, when you take the elements of Horizon Dawn and you you make it more dark and gritty, Monster Hunter and, and Dauntless, you make it more gritty, If especially if it's less repetitive, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, it feels like Pokemon for us. Like some of the stuff that I saw is they were shooting the actual monsters. You can kill them, I guess. Um, I heard some elements about capturing trainers. I don't know how that works. It seems kind of etch, like, like not ethical, but, (laughs) um, I'm, I'm interested to see how, you know, maybe it's just super popular because it's like, um, like when a movie's so bad, it's good. Mm -hmm. But I think also people feel like, Hey, this is made for us. Yeah. You know, like I don't have to be a freaking super genius to play this game. Cause like. When I started getting into it these last couple months, because of the return of 151 in the card game, I was like, well, you know, I can... And I also found out that I can swap Pokemon from game to game using Pokemon Home. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, this is cool. I can use this for the kids. But then I just, like, slowly started getting sucked into it. And then I started, like, breeding and looking for certain personality types and abilities and, like... I'm that weird autistic kid all of a sudden. And I'm like, how did this happen? So I don't have a life. But aside from that, there's some addictive elements. There's some, the hunt, you know, I think it's all about the hunt. Finding that perfect Pokemon for your team. Crafting that team and forging your path and things like, people like that stuff. But now they have a MMORPG. Is it an MMO or is it single player? It's a, no, it's MMO. Oh my God. It's not cross-platform though. Okay, it's not cross-platform, but still, literally, like, the best thing you can do is make a game MMORPG. Mm-hmm. That's all people want to do our age is play with our friends. It could be a it could out. be a replica of a normal house where the point is to do chores and people would play it. They would just sit on each other's virtual couch and take turns doing laundry and dishes. And we would play that game if the mechanics were smooth. I'm not even lying. Like, you want to come over and, and watch The Flash? Yeah. And then we, like, that's why I thought the metaverse was going to take off, honestly. <laughs> but that's, like, that's all we're asking for. Like, adults, we get lonely. We don't go to each other's houses mm-hmm. because half of your kids are psychopaths. And the other 
people don't have a decent like setup for other people. So like it, our lives, it's hard to intertwine our lives sometimes. It's very rare when you find that guest who can host everybody and all your kids get along and, and you get along and they can bring their husband or wife or whatever. It's it's, it's rare. But, I mean, it's a lot easier to just throw on this, a headset and jump into a lobby with your friend because you don't have to deal with their whole freaking family just because you're bored today. Anyways, the, the, the gap, I should say the failure to satisfy that, that large gap in between 10-year-olds and super geniuses is Nintendo's fault. And like it, the storytelling, mm-hmm. like you said, that is the glaring problem with Scarlet and Violet. It's like everybody's gay. Everybody's everybody in that game is divergent. You have like women with like Arnold Schwarzenegger shoulders and men that look like grandmas. And then like I think it, it looks like they use the same model for men and women <laughs> in some of the characters. They just color them differently. You know that fat guy that has his hands up like a sissy? But it's also an old woman depending on what region you're in. And then the teachers are all like a little too friendly with all the kids. And they all dress like they're going through a midlife crisis. And it's just some, some bizarre elements about the characters and the story. And then the whole story itself is like, oh, Team, what, Team Star became bad because they were being bullied. probably because they dress the way they do so now (laughs) but you defeated them and they work for the school now so now they get to be a training squad for the school and it's cool and nobody will be bullied again and it's just like anti-bullying was always a bad idea to get behind um as a movement like the concept you don't want people to get bullied i get that but even in the 80s in the 70s where we had the you have to fight the bully stories, it was still like an element of actual anti-bullying sentiment, but it was more of stand up for yourself. It wasn't this like go report to the manager, tell your mom kind of stuff. And that's what Pokemon leaned into way too hard. And there's that one kid is like clearly gay. He's like, oh, my, my adorable Pokemon. And then like the tough one is a, giant blonde chick who the game is just there's some weird stuff in the story man and everybody i've known that played it was like yeah you just have to get past the story and then it's better and they did that to themselves pokemon did that to themselves um they're super litigious and they love to sue anybody who gets close to what they're doing as a property but like look at some of these franchises um you have pokemon lore and conspiracy theories and there's they're insanely popular like showing that people do want a darker edgier version of that um remember the one about toxic and nuclear pokemon like what was that explain that game it was a fan-made game and they had toxic or nuclear pokemon i don't know what you're talking about it was like a pokemon ripoff it was a fan-made game online and the game there was it was like nuclear types. You don't remember that you played it. You're the one that introduced me to it. I don't remember anything. I remember playing an online Pokemon game that was fan made, but I don't remember anything about nuclear types. I just remember finding a Growlithe. Okay, so you played the one like online. It was four a, years it was ago, a five years fan made thing and got shut down. And that was a very 
That was a close version of the no, only thing that people were asking for. Is online, it still going? Yeah. Okay. I it's thought they got Pokemon shut down. Planet. There was a... Yeah, look this up. Look this up. Pokemon Planet? No, not Pokemon Planet. Look up nuclear Pokemon. Just use your microphone because ne- I don't know how to spell nuclear. Nuclear. Let me pause this for a minute. Okay, so the, it, the game was called Pokemon Uranium. And it was when Pokemon was going through these like phases, Diamond, Pearl, and stuff like that. And then somebody came out with Pokemon Uranium, and it was nuclear types. And it was just like this kind of like twisted atomic story of Pokemon. And it was really cool. You know, it was a fun-looking fan project. And I never got into it because I'm not really into emulators or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it looks cool. Nuclear Myrodon, Myrodon. <laughs> I'd play that. And and so like what I'm getting at is, it's it's good that competition <laughs> came along because Pokemon wants so badly to protect their reputation that they're a, a baby's brand, you know, a, a little kid's game, that they can have that because if there's something else out there that has some of the same excitement behind it that Pokemon does, but it's more teenager young adult adult mm-hmm. and it's an mmorpg Psh, there's not even a conversation to be had like you and i are already looking at like as soon as we get the money to do it we're going to try this game out yeah um what are some of your thoughts other than what i'm rambling i'm tired yeah that's a great thought you're welcome <laughs> so my wife had a bunch of stuff to say about it beforehand, and I think I rambled her to death. Even though the, most of this is your ideas. Um, so the, the, the game, uh, what's it called, Pal World, is it's, it's controversial because a lot of fans are saying that the Pokemon are too similar, or the monsters are too similar to Pokemon. <laughs> I said it myself. People are actually <laughs> saying Pokemon. Apparently there was a mod to change the models into actual ripped yeah, Pokemon. And, and I know that Nintendo is not happy about that. They don't want Ash walking around with a pickaxe, you know, killing Pokemon. Like, they don't want that. They don't want it out there. So that, that kind of tarnishes their brand. But if, if they can get all this other stuff worked out and just be a, a good competition, then all they have to do is just make sure their game works and, you know, people enjoy the story. Now... The Pokemon company, they're going to have to do better at uh, creating games with stories that are appealing to everyone and aren't so, like, cringy agenda. Because these last couple games that they have, these storylines, like, I've just not been interested. I don't want to hear about a Pokemon that created the world. Like, you can't say that Pokemon is God. That's weird. I don't want to see that. Um... And up until the point that I started with the game mechanics, I, the, the breeding thing was not my... I, that was not something you could talk to me about. I had to get sucked into the game first before you could talk to me about these weird game elements and mechanics and stuff. But the story is trash. I mean, the, the story, it's simple enough. You go to the eight gems, collect badges so that you can defeat the Elite Four. That's that's literally the only story you need for every game and all this extra stuff they put up. And then these ungodly long cutscenes, unskippable dialogue it's like freaking half hour to beat a gym and most of it's dialogue and it's just way too much they got to do better like 
adults don't want that. People with money who pay for, we don't want that. So clearly the people with the money are out there and they're buying this pal world and they're living out their Pokemon fantasies with this more adult thing. And I can't wait to see what comes of it. I hope that it's a valid competition. Um, Right now it seems kind of chintzy knockoff and that novelty is going to wear off eventually. So uh, the company that makes Pal World is going to have to step it up, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll take it seriously as Fortnite takes their stuff serious. Maybe it'll team up with Fortnite. I don't know. It'll be weird. It'd be cool. But they got to, they got to, both companies, you got to work on your storytelling. Uh, anyways, that's it. Uh, I'm not going to ramble about this anymore. Let me know what you think about Pal World. Do you, have you played it? Are you planning on trying to play it? Have you seen videos? Whatever you want to throw at me, uh, hit me in the comment section here on uh, over on my Substack. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace.